Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Time now for EEI Late Night with KJ. First, do you have any appraisal at all of the arm strength that you see from your couch of Mac Jones? Yeah, from my standpoint, it's adequate. He hasn't got the same kind of arm that the kid with the Chargers has. It's functional. He could get he could get the throws done. From my observation, from a pure mechanical delivery, he's very efficient. He's very accurate. And if I had maybe one assessment, he may not be able to throw the the deep route consistently but he can throw enough deep to make it be effective mm-hmm. around all the other things that Coach Belichick and his staff have him do. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Turn it up, Justin Turpin. Turn it up, because it's a put-on. It's an eminence front. Could this whole love affair with Mac Jones already be disappearing? As Pete Townsend says, sometimes people forget. You forget the guy went 11-6. and six. But now the real conversation is starting to be had. That was Tom House. And for those who know, Tom House is like the arm guru. Tom House used to be a pitcher for, oh, dozens of years. Well, I don't want to say dozens. I don't make it seem like he was in the league for 24 years. But he's in the league over a dozen years. A pitcher was on the roster with Nolan Ryan down there in Texas. Pitching coach. Also works with quarterbacks. Pretty famous for those who are well in the known sports. But when you start talking to Tom House about the strength of someone's arms, it's like talking about a torn ligament and calling up Dr. David Andrews in Birmingham, Alabama. How you doing? It's KJ Late Night here on WEEI. The Harbor One Hotline is 617-779-7937, or the text line is 37937. Still to come, rent-free. That's at 1040. People are living rent-free in other people's heads right now, and it's getting crazier. And... I've got a special parody for you to honor Big Poppy going to the Hall of Fame. In fact, the people at Major League Baseball, they'll definitely love it. So with Mac Jones, you think of the term sophomore slump. Now, it's not that I hope or expect him to have a sophomore slump, but there are so many things that are in play right now that make you say, this may not be very pretty. The reason why I ask about the sophomore slump is because the whole the thing is, like, what you saw was good at first isn't as good as you start to see later on. You notice the second guessing about Mac Jones happened right after the Bills-Chiefs game on Sunday night? 
That doesn't tell you something? Or maybe it tells you this. Watching that game, you say, there is almost no way Mac Jones leapfrogs Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes to get to the AFC champ. Like, in order to get to the Super Bowl, you literally have to have those two guys play each other in the first round. And if that's the case, that must have meant injuries and they suddenly threw him back out there. It's gonna, it's, mm. Mm. Here's the order, the pecking order I have right now of AFC quarterbacks. And this tells you kind of how dire the situation might be. Going into year two, this isn't about, like, get them receivers, get them this. We're just talking about the talent of the player. Mahomes, Allen, Watson, yeah, he still plays, you know. Herbert, Burrow, Jackson, Carr, Tannehill, Wentz, Mack, Mayfield, Tua. I'll stop there. There's no use in... So, that's... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight... Nine, the 10th? Is Mac Jones supposed to be the guy that's always the, the quarterback for the sixth seed? <sighs> look, if I could create the perfect beast of Mac Jones, and look who he is and who he is just below in key areas in the league, it'll look like this. Mac was 13th in the league in yards right behind Jimmy G. Oh, oh gosh. Touchdowns, 14th behind Derek Carr. Okay. Touchdown percentage, 15th behind Jimmy G. Oh, here's that name again. 15th in yards gained per attempt behind Jalen Hurts. Oh, that's not good. 17th in yards behind Jared Goff, who literally got traded out so that way the Rams could play this weekend. Here's Doug Kide uh, talking about, look, scouts in the league like what Mac did this first year, but... Yeah, I think that a lot of people were they were impressed by what he was able to do this season. The fact that he was the top quarterback or the top rookie quarterback in the NFL this year, despite the fact that he was taken 15th overall and behind those other guys who went above him in the draft, he was the fifth quarterback taken this year. Uh, there are still some current concerns about, you know, what he the limitations that he had coming out of Alabama. One of those was just his arm strength. Uh, One executive said that, you know, that could continue to be an issue, especially in New England, in the winter, during the playoffs. It it is kind of funny, though, because after I posted the piece, someone that I I talked to for the piece reached out to me, and he was like, who said that Mac Jones has a bad arm? Like, that guy's an idiot. (laughs) I was like, listen, I'm not going to name any names. Like, maybe maybe we can do a part two on this piece where you can, you know, get, get your opinions out on Mac Jones' arm. But Yeah, be careful of what you make fun of because it may boomerang back to you. Remember all the jokes about the little kid in the old Cam Newton commercial? And they were saying that was Mac Jones telling Cam Newton he was going to replace him. You know what the kid was doing in the commercial? (laughs) Trying to get that arm loose. Harbor One Hotline, 617-779-7937. It's KJ late at night here on WEEI. Scott and Newton, you're on the air. Thanks for calling. KJ, let me give you my take here. First of all, let's not forget that he's a rookie. Second of all, how many drop passes did they did this team have that killed drives? How how about the offensive line holding calls that killed drives? Offsides. And how and his most important thing, poor play calling from game one right till the end. And I'm talking against good football teams, not against the Jets or Jaguars or Houston. 
when they played Miami, when they played Dallas, when they played the good teams, okay? The, the play calling, how about against Indianapolis and Buffalo? You recall the first quarters on the first two possessions, run, run. They put the kid in a bad position. Next thing you know, he throws a pick because they put – no one talks about that. I don't know what about his arm. His arm will be just fine. He's, a, he's 22 years old. Thanks for the call, Scott. <clears throat> Let me say this again. Mahomes, Allen, Watson, Herbert, Burrow, Jackson, Carr, Tannehill, Wentz, then Mac, Mayfield, and Tua. <laughs> See, here's the thing. There are no old guys in front of him. And in a few minutes here, on about 15 minutes here on WEEI, I'm going to explain how Tannehill's about to come out of that list. Nobody's old. They're all young guys. So when you say that, hey, well, Mac is only 20-something years old, those other guys are not 30. I mean, what happened Sunday night was an eye-opening experience for a lot of people who are in the Mac Jones camp. you got to realize you cannot fight an American Civil War like a British soldier in a straight line in red coats expecting to go up against the Americans who are hiding out in trees. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are hanging out in trees. They're running around. They're making plays. This thing looks like Sandlot football. Now, look, if you like the classic style, hey, I like classics. I I tend to still drink Tom Collins. Do you even know what the Tom Collins is, Justin? I don't, and something tells me my mom would be proud of me for not. That's good. It's an old-fashioned drink, but they still know what you make. But sometimes they'll say, let me go ask the bartender uh, how that's made because I'm helping them out. Yeah, because they're used to the to the high balls and the shots and, you know, all the, the new stuff, the newer names. Some people still order screwdrivers. You're like, oh, my gosh, how old are they? <laughs> you know what a screwdriver is, right, Justin? Of course I know that one. Yes, okay, that one's okay. easy. That one's easy. Okay, yeah, okay, exactly. You know, but when you start talking about, like, let's do kamikaze bombs and stuff. Jager bombs! That's Mahomes and Josh Allen. Mac Jones is a Tom Collins. The old-fashioned neat. This league is moving super fast. Tom House, this is him on Tom Curran's Pat's podcast, saying, look, things can be done to get Max arm stronger. He could if if he wanted to. Uh, he could improve his arm speed and his arm distance. We have the capacity to do it. We've done it in baseball from what I know about dealing with quarterbacks and pitchers, when they show up, very few of them have maxed out their genetic capacity to throw. We can train the, the gene pool 3% better than what he shows up with. I can guarantee you that. We can improve, and I'm, I'm confident that we can improve anybody's fastball or football velocity um, going through a protocol that we have actually worked hard on over the last 50 years. There is a ceiling, but very few athletes, you know, tap on that ceiling on a regular basis. Oh, boy, you start talking genetics? <laughs> oh, gosh. Should I go through the list again if we're going to mention genetics? Tom House, Mahomes, Allen, Watson, Herbert, Burrow, Jackson, Carr, Tannehill, Wentz, Mac Mayfield, Tua.
Yeah, well, Tom said he'd get him a 3% increase. It sounds like the end of year raise. Well, you know, KJ, you've helped increase our revenue by $3 million. Uh, We're going to give you a 3% raise. On $100? I'm sorry. More of your calls are welcome. 617-779-7937. The text line, 37937. So, again, if I'm putting together the current the current body, you know how you, you remember a little... Take the piece here, the piece there. It's almost kind of like playing Igor with Frankenstein here. So, if Mac Jones has two parts Jimmy G to him, he's mistake-free like Mahomes, which is very important for a rookie because the other rookies can't say that. They have been mistake-filled. Mac has not made a lot of mistakes this year. Gains passing yards like Jalen Hurts. Yeah, their coach almost, they were calling for, well, Philadelphia, they'll call for your head if you, you're late with their coffee. But, I mean, they were calling for the, the coach's head because, I mean, when you're when you're screaming Gardner Minshew hoping that you can get more yards out of your quarterback's arm, ew. And he gains passing yards like Jared Goff. Now, if there's a picture of Dink and Dunk with no results, that's Jared Goff. And he's middle of the road in terms of touchdowns thrown. So, to me, right now, Mac Jones... Top-level ceiling to me. And I know you're like, what are your eyes? But at the, at the end of the day, if you're blessed to have eyes, do you use them probably more than you would your mouth? Looks like Ryan Tannehill. Maybe with less mistakes. Mac needs everything perfect. So passes are going to get dropped in games. I mean, look how wide open Russ Welker was against the, against the Giants. Players are going to drop passes. You're not going to have a perfect penalty-free game all the time. Almost ever. Sometimes we tend to think about what your own team's supposed to do, but not realizing that, you know, the other team has a job to do, too. And when it comes to Mac, Sunday night's game was a bit of a worry. Justin, should I read those names again, or is is that bemoan the point? There might be some people that need a reminder. If you feel suit. Alan Watson, you know, the guy with the masseuse thing, he still plays, and I have met three. Herbert, Burrow, Jackson, Carr, Tannehill, Wentz, Mac, Mayfield, Tua. So literally I have Mac maybe two and a possible better. Maybe he can get to, like, Derek Carr light. But Derek Carr's arm and Mac's arm, oh, my gosh. Like it's like one kid pitching from a major league mound and the other kid pitching from the little league mound. Who really has the ninety-five mile an hour fastball? It isn't the little kid warming up in that Cam Newton commercial. It's time to trend here on WEEI late night. For nearly thirty years, the home of the Boston sports fan. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Bill Belichick has been named the Executive of the Year by the Pro Football Writers of America. This is the first time that Bill has won the award. See what one draft pick will do? <laughs> two, two. Barmore. They yeah. had a good draft. Yeah, he had a good draft, but I mean, he wasn't. they weren't whispering his name when he drafted Nikhil Harry. That's true. According to Ian Rappaport, the Las Vegas zone. Raiders have put in a request to interview Patriots offense coordinator Josh McDaniels. McDaniels will interview for the job on Saturday. Run, run, run. If Steve Belichick is still going to call games like he did Saturday night, 
leaving your offense no choice but to use one side of the playbook. Go. Bill is trying to let you know, bro, this seat is not warming up for you. Well, there was a good point made on that, though. Like, you wouldn't even have the best quarterback, or you would have the worst quarterback in your division. That's what Brian Barrett said. I don't know if he would consider that in the Raiders' job. Yeah, but you know what? The Raiders were in the playoffs just like the Patriots, so I'll take that worse with more weapons. In other head coaching news here, we got the Denver Broncos. They hired the Packers' offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, for their vacancy, and the Chicago Bears have hired Colts' defensive coordinator, Matt Eberflus, as their next head coach. Elsewhere in the NFL, Big Ben Roethlisberger officially announced his retirement for the NFL today after 18 seasons with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Boston Celtics will travel to Atlanta to take on the Hawks tomorrow night at 7.30, and the Bruins will be in Arizona to take on the Coyotes at 9. The Bruins will be looking back, looking to bounce back after they blew a two-goal lead to the Colorado Avalanche in their 4-3 overtime loss last night. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Late Night with KJ coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're right back to EEI Late Night with KJ on EEI. I don't know how to put into words what the game of football has meant to me and what a blessing it has been. While I know with confidence I have given my all to the game, I am overwhelmed with gratitude for all it has given me. A boy from Finley, Ohio with NFL dreams, developed in Oxford at Miami University, blessed with the honor of 18 seasons as a Pittsburgh Steeler and a place to call home. The journey has been exhilarating, defined by relationships and fueled by a spirit of competition. Yet the time has come to clean up my locker, hang up my cleats, and continue to be all I can be to my wife and children. I retire from football, a truly grateful man. Late night, WEEI, part of the WEEI Sports Radio Network. It's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. Harbor One Hotline. 617-779-7937 617-779-7937 or the text line 37937. Ben Roethlisberger hanging it up after 18 years. I wonder if the first place he's thinking about going to is like a nightclub in Georgia. Damn it, Ben, no, you just I'm sorry. But look, if I redrafted the 2004 class of quarterbacks, I think a lot of people have it wrong. Some people have Eli Manning one, Ben two. I'm thinking like, okay, come to the office tomorrow, you're drug testing. 
Ben and Eli aren't even close. It's Roethlisberger, Eli, and Philip Rivers. I really did want to see Philip Rivers win one, but guess what? He came up in the Brady era. That wasn't going to happen too much. Ben and Eli are not even close. Like, let's just let's just call it what it is. You even still see it now. I mean, as much as people love the Manning cast, do you really love the Manning cast because of Eli? Eli's like the kid who's forced to eat liver just because it all comes packaged together. You know, like those, those, those TV dinners? It's like liver, mashed potatoes, and like the dessert, right? And you can you can stomach Peyton a little bit. That's mashed potato. Never mind. Exactly. Eli, the liver with onions, with a little bit of that dessert trying to bleed over. I mean, they even make fun of Eli's, like, highlights of his life in that commercial with Holly Berry and J.B. Smooth. And, uh, I mean, when you start putting Cooper in your commercials, it's kind of saying, you know what, we need to bring Cooper in here for personality because Eli is about as dead as the Book of Eli, the Denzel movie. Yeah, they they they, they make fun of him about his David Tyree catch. Like, I, I, and Peyton does it, like, with with no... With no movement of of flinching at all, like bro, you you're the luckiest man sitting in this room right now. Look in Eli's prime, he led the league in interceptions three times in his prime. That usually happens when you're on your way now. Meanwhile, Ben in his prime led the league in passing twice, passing yards twice, and three times in passing yards per game. Okay, you they both have two Super Bowls, yeah, but Eli Manning at 27 fourth quarter corner uh, comebacks. Ben had 41 of them. How are these two guys even in the same breath? Get your head out of your ass! Suck! I feel for Eli in a sense. Like, okay, your brother went to Tennessee, you went Ward Dad's jersey in Mississippi. And ended up on one of those, those you, just, you know those early, you can't even say what day of, the, a day of the, uh, the week it is after Christmas, but it's not New Year's Day. Like his final bowl game was like the poinsettia bowl. But this guy, you know, Eli's always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like, I don't want to go play for San Diego. I want to go play in New York, the market and everything. It's like, oh, man, go see a doctor about this stuff with your brother. Gosh. Man. But Ben Roethlisberger, listen, just a tough, tough dude. Hats off to him. And he stayed with one team. I can always respect that. Aaron Rodgers. I don't think so much he's staying with one team. In fact, Brett Favre thinks differently. What do you think he does? Um, I think he comes back. You know, I think we talked about this last week or the week before. Had he won the Super Bowl, I think he, I think he leaves or, or doesn't play. But that's not the case. I, I think that there's still unfinished work left for him in Green Bay, and that's to win a Super Bowl. And, and that's, again, I think his best chance to, to win one. That's Brett Favre on Sirius XM, Sirius XM NFL Network. Yeah. Yeah, Brett's saying that because Brett was his tormentor. <laughs> He's, Aaron's not staying. It's not in his nature. Right? Again, if, if, if this guy was so committed to Green Bay, then why did the beginning of the season happen the way it happened? And taking it out in public and laying it out all the the way last season ended. Well, I don't I don't know why I've kicked that. Yeah, we all thought it, but if you're trying to protect the brand and the coaching staff and the people who fed you and saved you from that embarrassment on draft night, you're still sitting there and 
You could see the real anger coming out of your face. It's like, ooh, that didn't show up on a Wonderlic test, I'm sure. For those who listen, they you know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the type of guy that would say, I want to come to New England and I want to wear number 12. <laughs> like, bro, they will have you out at the stake in Salem if you tried that. But it's in his nature. Why not? I mean, he's still playing. He's playing with somebody else's 12. Why can't I play with his 12? I mean, does he he doesn't own the number 12 there. Even talk about potentially Roethlisberger going to Pittsburgh, which popped. I was like, he's not going to wear Bradshaw's number. How, how does how does this all work out? It, that that might be a deal breaker for him. But some believe that Green Bay is willing to acquiesce to backup Jeopardy man. Here's Ian Rappaport and Gresham Keith earlier saying that you know, look, there might be some deal in place between Green Bay and Rodgers. When they agreed to a new contract, uh, kind of a reworked contract last year where they just chopped off one year of the deal, they made a verbal promise, not in the contract, but a verbal promise to Rodgers that, you know, if he tried to make it work as best po- as possible this year and it still wasn't working and he wanted to leave, they would ha- make a good faith effort to trade him to somewhere that would be, you know, palatable for both sides. So, you know, would they trade him to, like, the Vikings? Obviously not. The Bears, no way. But, you know, outside the conference to a team like the Broncos where he wants to go, like, that would make some sense. So I think if he wants to, they will work to make it happen. Just we don't know if he wants to. We don't know if he wants to be back, if he wants to retire, if he wants to go somewhere. All options on the table for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, hand in the air right here for a second. What the hell would Denver send back that would even be halfway comparable for sending Aaron Rodgers in a trade? This is what kills me with some of these pundits. Like, what's coming back? It ain't Teddy Bridgewater. No, 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 no. In a couple of minutes, I'm going to tell you what's coming back. The most valuable vaccinated player. Oh, see, I, you know, I don't even. So however he handles that, that's how he handles that, you know. And, you know. You think about what Boomer Sice in the story that he kind of ran with and then backtracked with a couple weeks ago, saying that, you know, if Aaron Rodgers gets to the Super Bowl, he's going to get on a platform. It's like, he's performing with Dr. Dre? <laughs> no, not that platform. <laughs> I mean, he's going to potentially, you know, turn out to be false. Aaron Rodgers, I think, is just one of those people who it just drives him batty to see all those games that Tom has won. You know, I, I, someone on social media was like, well, why isn't Brady getting hit the hard the way that Rodgers is? It's like, okay, you realize that Rodgers has won soup, one Super Bowl. Brady has lost three of them. <laughs> like, you got to get there. Aaron Rodgers' bust seems to stop at the same spot. Everybody else rides on. I mean, look. Thanks, uh, thanks to Aaron Rodgers, Eli Manning has half of a life to discuss. If I was Aaron Rodgers, there's uh, quiet and silence would just devastate me. Lucky Eli came and beat me here in Green Bay to go on and play Miracle Boy and is in commercials now. I mean, granted, Aaron's in commercials too, but he's even got to share that with Mahomes now. Poor Aaron. I, I, not, not poor Aaron. 
KJ Late Night here on WEEI, part of the WEEI Sports Radio Network, 617-779-7937. It's the Harbor One Hotline. The text line is 37937. Still to come at 11 o'clock, I've got a parody song for Poppy in the Hall of Fame because, oh my gosh, Major League Baseball has just found themselves a gold mine, and I'll explain that at the top of the next hour. And also still to come, rent-free. Things that are just driving people mad and insane. Yeah, the Aaron Rodgers stick, I think, is getting old. Here's Colin Coward. Aaron's giving you all this drama. Aaron can be difficult to deal with. Aaron's really expensive. Aaron wants to say in personnel, I got to get something for it. I got to get something for it. I mean, winning the division is not the standard of the Packers. They've been winning the division since Bart Starr. It's going to be very interesting. And Aaron, as we know, is beyond high maintenance. Uh, He will not take the criticism well. And many will mock him. He took shots. He put himself above a lot of people. That 25-minute, 20-minute soliloquy, banging on the Packers front office, um, ripping the media, you know, say what you want about his vaccine, didn't come off well. And I I went tonight in the last 15 minutes of the game. I went to a a Packers message board. (laughs) That was a barnyard musical. Um, There are a lot of people in Green Bay, a lot of people in Wisconsin tired of Aaron. Yeah, I mean, I've been tired of it for a while. But I I say that that all goes back to the relationship that he went through with Green Bay through the Brett Favre situation. Because you remember Brett Favre, for those of you who are old enough to remember, and it's not you don't have to be that that old. It's just we're kind of an ADHD society. People don't remember things from five minutes ago. Where Brett Favre is kind of stretching things out. He's getting off the private jet. They're wondering, look... If Favre wants to move on, let us know so that way we can move on to this guy, Aaron Rodgers, who's in waiting. Aaron Rodgers is pretty much doing the same thing. He's trying to do it kinder or gentler, but what he's really saying is uh, he's probably told Green Bay, like, this is it. Why would Green Bay verbally, as Ian Rappaport said earlier, why would they verbally tell you, hey, we'll try and work something out? And then not do it. What do you think? What do you think Aaron says? Well, they told me they would try and work it out. I don't want to be here now. I consulted with a now good friend of mine, Joe Rogan. You know, I don't touch that. I don't even touch that stuff with third rail, man. Maybe because I'm 6'4 and have melanin in my skin. <laughs> it's a different animal out here. So it gets interesting because the coaching carousel is starting to spin around a little bit. And Denver hires Nathaniel Hackett, who's the offensive coordinator from Green Bay. But it almost feels like Denver is literally waiting for the Powerball to come out Saturday night, knowing that you picked, like, all the wrong numbers, and you didn't even choose a Powerball. You just let the computer do it. Here's Matt Garofalo on Good Morning Football regarding the hire of Hackett in Denver. The Broncos closed it out and said, Nathaniel Hackett is our guy, and maybe that guy, number 12, will be our guy at quarterback. We shall see what the future holds. Obviously, uh, there is interest on Denver. 
end. Should Aaron Rodgers want to leave Green Bay? We will see about all of that. But I'll say this. The Broncos are hiring Nathaniel Hackett because they like Nathaniel Hackett. They like his energy. They like his smarts. They like everything that they've heard about him. And Aaron Rodgers has not been shy about picking up the phone. Peter Schrager mentioned last hour he called the Falcons and said, last year, this is the guy that you should hire. Rodgers has gushed about Hackett publicly as well. Uh, no. Denver went and took all the savings to go buy the home to spend it on Saturday night's Powerball, hoping that Aaron Rodgers comes. But here's what's crazy, and this is the sports sports talk portion of this hire. They got an inside chance to Aaron Rodgers, but they're not paying attention. I mean, Rodgers failed to advance to the playoffs with the very same said coordinator, and now you're going to a tougher division? Make it make sense. See, if you're people like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, if they weren't your offensive coordinator within like the first five or seven years of your career, it doesn't matter who you are. No one is sitting here saying, if it wasn't for Josh McDaniels, Tom Brady. Get out of my face with that. But Denver, they've taken that savings that you've been saving for that beautiful home you've been putting up on the dream board. No, we're going to go ahead and hire his offensive coordinator who just got taken out after one game in the hopes that Aaron Rodgers is coming. But here's where it makes more sense where Aaron Rodgers ends up next year. Tennessee. And it makes even more sense when I tell you this. Rodgers has $79 million left on his deal. Tannehill, 74. See, Jordan Love is really Jared Stidham, the remix. Okay? So you can sit on that rookie contract all you want. And if you're Green Bay and you might be, you know that Aaron doesn't want to be there, and you're Tennessee and you're like, hey, Derrick Henry has two years remaining on his deal. We can get rid of Julio Jones if we feel like he's and free up $10 million. A.J. Brown is on the last year of his rookie deal. What do we do? Hit that red button that says trade Aaron Rodgers. Trade for Aaron Rodgers. No, but the pretty shiny coin is, yeah, he's going to go to Denver, and Denver's going to try and send back a draft pick that isn't good. A draft pick? Or we're going to send... Bridgewater in a, in a draft pick. That's going to start becoming like a, a menu order. <laughs> Let me get a Bridgewater in a draft pick. Because that's how he always seems to get moved. No. They don't want Teddy Bridgewater in Green Bay. They'll take Ryan Tannehill. They'll take Ryan Tannehill. The Bears. Oh, my gosh. I'll get to them, and then i got to get to the break. So they hire Ryan Poles as their new GM. And many people are happy with the hire because there's now another black male in a GM role in the league. And some speculated he'd go after Jim Caldwell to handle Justin Fields' development. Jim Caldwell has been a specialist at QB development over his career. You know, it was why his name came up in the Jacksonville search because of uh, because of Trevor Lawrence. It made a lot of sense. They brought him in to talk to him, but they didn't hire him. So I thought Chicago would at least say, yeah, we're, we'll, we'll talk to Eric Bieniemy or Byron Leftwich. 
I mean, their biggest glaring issue is the quarterback and their offense. You know what the word putrid is. It stinks worse than that. But the not paying attention part that goes on in football and sports sometimes is that they hire Matt Abelfluss, a defensive coordinator, where the Bears' defense last year was sixth in the league in points against. There's no problem with the defense. But here's what I think happened. See, you get Ryan Poles in there, and if Ryan Poles wants to hire Eric Bieniemy, well, it would be like, oh, you mean The Rock is the heavyweight champion and Harlem Heat are the tag team champions? That's just a little too much. I shouldn't tell you that secret, but it's true. One shows progress. Two shows a possible rebellion. Make it make sense. Why, when you have a decent defense that's held itself up, look, the Bears finished sixth in points against, and they stayed on the field like all day. That's how bad their offense was. Stop, Bear. You know what only would be crazier than, you know, like, having, like, The Rock as the heavyweight champion and then, like, having Harlem Heat as your tag team champions and they're just all over TV is, like, let's say a team decided to hire a special teams guy as their head coach because special teams has a mix of offensive and defensive players, so therefore I know what goes on both sides of the ball, and I'm special teams, so I know all three sides. Crazy, wouldn't it be? It's KJ Late Night here on WEEI. Rent-free, next. Thanks for hanging out. More of what you want to hear. EEI Late Night with KJ on EEI. That's for Roxanne who might have to shovel some snow in the middle of midnight in the moonlight. <laughs> I'm sorry. Roxanne, you don't have to shovel after midnight. You know, it's going to be, it's, for a town that is notorious for having the guy starting his construction project at 6.45 a.m., the one time the excuse of when you're going to be making a bunch of noise is when all the natives have to get out and shovel. Oh, gosh, it's good. 24-plus inches. And I'm without fully revealing where I live, but in the story of the American Revolution, there was a very famous battle right up the street for me. And a lot of people who are not from the area produce one of, pr- pronounce one of the names wrong. It's like the per- it's one of those purple patch areas. So while like everybody's getting like their good 19, 20, because I don't know if it hit 24. You almost have to hope that the winds pick up. And, you know, blow that stuff up. You, but power outages, just just be safe. But, Roxanne, you don't have to shovel that snow after midnight. <laughs> that snowblower of next Tom, Tom snowblower next door, plus Tom has been divorced for a couple of years. Okay, that was absolutely, absolutely, absolutely uncalled for right there. Well, actually, I mean, 24 inches of snow, you might, I might call up Tom if you don't, girl. All right, 617-779-7937, and the text line is 37937. Here at WEEI late night. Justin, what do we got on the text line, man? So we've got a texture from the 978 here disagreeing with the great Tom House saying Matt Jones has a noodle arm. Yeah, when you're talking, um, we can get 3% more. Like, you know, like 3% of like, you know, seven yards per, per. No. 
Yeah, it's going to be an issue because the, the game's fast. I mean, the, so Buffalo and Miami are top 10 in, in sacks percentage. And so, you know, well, you're not talking about someone who's mobile. Because if you have a noodle arm, you would want some more mobility, right? But if you don't have mobility and a noodle and, and your arm is not as strong, and this is what's going to be on tape, yeah, it might. I'm just saying. And we got this one from the 860. Hey, Homer. I remember a couple weeks ago when oh, you said the Patriots number, were in the minds of the Buffalo Bills, and then Buffalo, I was, I can't say his words over the air, so yeah. I'll say Buffalo took care of business with the Patriots. Oh, you mean Buffalo ate its own mountain oysters? Is that what he probably said? No, I'm totally kidding. But he missed it because on the debut of KJ and Dondero, Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., he missed the second version of that same song where I only had to change four words, which was Sunday Night Chiefs. And I think Rick James' name was mentioned in there somewhere differently. So the point of the whole, because that song really got under some skin, didn't it, Justin? It really, it shook some feathers. You were getting a couple of tweets, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Someone said everything. Someone said I should have been aborting. And I told him, you don't speak to your father that way. I had to tell him that on social media. Like, I'm just going to have to take his gas card from him. You know, just take that PC, that desktop from him. He's getting out of control with his Twitter account, son. But no, in this super week, that it was more more so about the franchise. And, I, and, it, and if Buffalo really wants to go there, you can't be sleeping very well knowing that, wow, you were just part of a game that had some of the biggest eyes on it. And I'll get into it in a second because there's a com- I commend you. Do you realize that Sunday night game between the Bills and the Chiefs had an 85 share in Kansas City and an 83 share in Buffalo? Now, what if it had a 92 share in Toronto? I'm so, I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm kidding, but maybe I'm not. Because, look, I have this discussion with people all the time. They wonder about how is the NFL going to expand internationally. I said, look, it's going to be Toronto. It's not going to be London because there's not going to be competitive fairness if you put a team over in London. But he put him in Toronto, and Canada still has access to the kingdom. Uh, you know, hey, you could do a contest playing in London for a week and say, hey, you can win to go see the Toronto Bills. And plus, the governor of New York said, we're not giving Buffalo a dome stadium. I suggest you just go to Syracuse and go steal the carrier dome, drive it over. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, that's all the song was saying, Justin, was that, look, it just kind of permeates through the atmosphere of the fan base. Hey, they can't be mad. The guy literally said they're not getting a dome. I mean, that's, not, that's out of your control. Yeah, that's out of your control. Well, it's in your control at the next election, but by that time you might be seeing, well, at least you'll be able to catch the moving trucks. Justin, you're too young to remember that when the Colts left Baltimore, nobody knew until someone saw all these Mayflower trucks at their facilities and like, where are they going? They're moving. Well, at least if you're in Buffalo, if you see a bunch of Mayflower trucks sitting at the border and they got Bill stickers on the side of them, they're not coming back. All right, let's play Red Free. Hit it, Justin. You know what's so great about sports is when someone gets into someone else's head. In your head like bad tenants. What have they done to me? The term living rent free all day like they have no J-O-B. They own you. Living in your head, paying no rent. 
Maybe that you're blind to see. They're living in your head rent free. Living in your head. Paying no rent. No rent. No rent. No rent. No rent. No rent. Maybe that you're blind to see. They're living in your head rent free. In your head like that tenants. In your head like that tenants. Justin, this late night show might have to be either the best or the worst you've ever heard. But rent free, it got funny on Sunday. See, the NFL is in the NHL's fan base's head. The NFL embarrassed the rest of the sports world with a 51.3 million max apex viewership in the Buffalo Kansas City game. And yes, some local NHL fans opined and Fourier responded on how boring football is. 51 million viewers Sunday night is the equivalent to the entire Tampa Canadian Stanley Cup series last year, the entire Tampa Dallas series in 2020, and the first four games of Bruins Blues in 2019 combined. 15 Stanley Cup games equaled last Sunday's Buffalo-Kansas City viewership. You know it's always been true in life, and it never fails. The guy that always badmouths the other guy to his girl always will find his girl going to check out just how bad this guy is. And guess what? She doesn't come back, and you don't have room for that. And, yeah. I didn't see NBA fans or baseball fans crying about the NFL's excitement. It's the only one set that seems to take it personal to the NHL fans. I don't know why, but maybe you demand your league not play games in Arizona, who just, (laughs) Justin, did you see this? Signed a deal to play their games at Arizona State University's campus. (laughs) Oh, God. Josh was actually telling me about that before, and he said it only fits 5,000 people. And they're going to all be students. They're going to demand it be part of their student fees. Ben Simmons is living rent-free in the 76ers' head. He's not even played a game. Sixers are playing their best basketball this season, and they're making calls to try and get rid of him. And no takers. According to a CBS report from San Quinn, 76ers are now so smitten with the idea of getting James Harden from the Nets in exchange for Simmons. Yeah, one part-timer, Kyrie, and one FMLA player, Simmons, does not a championship run equal? The Nets would never do the deal. It would be like Harden being the only full-timer left in the building. Very much how like WEEI is going to look like come Saturday morning. That Curtis and Ken show is going to be very interesting. <laughs> so management, you, you coming in? <laughs> I mean, I know it's a lot of snow. Well, look, Ben Simmons has the upper hand by not playing and not showing up. It's very simple how he's living rent-free in the heads of the 76ers and the Celtics and their fan base's emotions are living rent-free. If I told you that the Celtics have won seven of the last ten, you'd be like, man, you're lying. You didn't even look this stuff up. But if I told you if the record had, they only had a record of over 500 ten times this entire season and has been two games over 500 only three times this year, and never have they had three more wins above 500 this season? You say, KJ, that sounds about right. The emotions that people are being pulled back and forth by the Celtics, and then this week the talk of John Wall as a possible solution? Didn't the same organization have to figure out how to get rid of Kemba's $40 million? 
just to try and bring back forty million of a guy who hasn't played. Uh, it's like Van Halen. Uh, we're kicking Dave out. Oh, uh, Sammy's here. Oh, damn, we got Gary in here. Now Gary's going, oh, hell, Sammy's back? You're kidding. Wait, Dave is back? Oh, guess what? Sammy's coming back. The Celtics' emotions are driving us crazy. Stop living rent-free in our heads. Next on Late Night here on WEEI, Poppy goes to the Hall of Fame, and in an imaginative and airy way, Major League Baseball salutes him next on KJ Late Night. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 